0: Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Marriage is what brings us together
1: today.
0: Hey, good evening. This is Brent and Jeff sitting across the table, and you are now listening to The Alter Life
1: with Hi, Brent. Hi, Jeff. I'm Jeff. I was sitting across the table as Brent stated, and still am as you're listening to us here. And uh, we'd just like to welcome you. Welcome.
0: Yeah, welcome. This is the appointed hour of Saturday or Sunday night. Yep. And uh, you are listening to us. high time. (laughs) (laughs) We draw nigh. We're here every Saturday and Sunday night at 9 o'clock. So, what took you so long
1: (laughs) (laughs) to find us here? Yeah. We've been here for a while, and we're plugging away. This is our uh, 93rd episode. Yes. The countdown to 100 continues. Seven shows left. The number of grace. And... um, (laughs) We want to uh, to talk about a, a very difficult but encouraging topic tonight. We're gonna to be talking about divorce. It ain't even for the birds, y'all. That's right.
0: <laughs> you know, a lot of things are for the birds. That's the phrase. You know, yeah. others oh, for the birds. You know, we throw it to the you know throw it to the the birds, but birds don't even get divorced. So. Never!
1: nothing to do with love by the elms and we're going to be talking about divorce which definitely has nothing to do with love at all <laughs> um we uh brent and i are both from uh, broken homes and i'm sure there's probably 50 percent of our listeners have experienced that or know somebody very close that has experienced that we're gonna be talking about what god's will is for marriage and uh how he feels about divorce and especially in this culture that has attacked marriage on such a uh such a, a bold, or taking such a bold front against marriage and the definition of marriage with the recent election and how that was such a huge issue and all those things. It's just, it's it's a very apropos uh, topic, I think, to talk about divorce and how God feels about it. And um, that's what we're going to be doing until 11 o'clock, so stick around. Yeah. and I, um, I've got some
0: interesting stats. Oh. You know, the old stat is, it's been out there for a while, you know, it was done a while ago that says that one out of every two marriages tragically end in divorce and that's the same for a Christian in the Christian circle not only just you know non-Christians but Christians as well you know one out of every two end in divorce however recently they did the poll again and it's gotten a little better it's a little less than one out of every two now it's more like 40 something percent yeah but what they haven't captured is the fact that not as many people are actually getting married yeah people are just living together and you know they get their couple years of you know happiness and then they move on to the next person um so and that doesn't technically count toward the divorce stat but it's equally as tragic it's probably more tragic because you know you're doing things you shouldn't be when you're
1: not married yeah it's like a waste that's right (laughs) a waste of time you have nothing to show for it um so so it's a a
0: real i mean it's a point being it's a real issue you know and it's it's not only just like well i'm a christian so that doesn't apply to me jeff and i we grew up as christians um for me, I grew up as a Christian and uh, with a family and parents who were married for twenty some years, twenty one or twenty two years, I remember which. And and in my twenties, they got divorced, and um, I didn't think that would ever happen. Yeah. I grew up at a ch- in church, you know, like yeah. Christian parents got divorced.
1: Yeah, my mom became a Christian. Uh, my dad played the game for a little while, and it just didn't work out. I was five years old, but you know, the next song we're going to play talks about pain, and that's what we're feeling. When we go through these things <laughs> To start the night off We didn't want to just, you know, get so depressed And so bogged down We wanted to give you a great picture of what What it's like when love is the way God wants it to be And um, for those of us that are married We can definitely attest for what that song is talking about Just the different experiences and the awkwardness And just all the fun stuff that happens As you're you're finding that person that God has meant for you um, And the difficult thing i feel about divorce especially as i look at it um how people get to that point when the when the initial shock and awe of the relationship is just so amazing and how you would never think that that would ever end and what does it take to get to that point and and really it's a hard issue which we're going to get into tonight is what's going on in the heart yeah. and how that comes into the the whole divorce factor you know promise we always promise things and oh i promise to love you forever and that's what this ring means, and um, the thing about marriage is that in God's eyes, it's a covenant, just like the covenants that God made with His people. And you can't just like you know read a clause or or like find the loophole out of the covenant of marriage. Um, the problem is, is that we've made marriage such a uh, we've talked about how it's an institution and all these things, and we've made it so sterile that people don't look at it as a covenant anymore yeah they look at it as what is right for me now and then later something will be right for me and i will go in that way (laughs) you know and that's kind of where we're at in society right now is that marriage is just like one of the options instead of the only way (laughs) that god originally intended it for it to be with a man and a woman unfortunately in the christian circles you know we
0: are we are uh making excuses to get out of marriages as well as, you know, just as much as people who aren't Christians. And if not more so. <laughs> if not more so, yeah. And we go to the Word and we try to find, like, loopholes, if you will. Yeah. You know, like, how can I get out of this covenant? What If I prove something, does that make exclude me from the whole, you know, till death do us part clause yeah. uh, of our contract? And um, unfortunately, you know, there's debates all over in churches on, you know, what what's acceptable, what's not. You know, trying to get caught up in the semantics of... You know, what the Bible says about, like, you know, is it, is it sexual immorality? Is it, you know, what does that really mean? You know, yeah. um, and, I, you know, they get all caught up in all that stuff. And tonight, you know, we, there's a lot of people listening. And like I said, it's impacted one out of every two people that are listening. And um, we're trying to just try tonight just to, you know, there's a lot of loopholes. There's a lot of rules, regulations. And, you know, I think it would behoove us tonight to not try to sort all that stuff out, but to start talking about God's heart for divorce, you know, and what his heart is toward people who have both gone through it and people who are um, in the middle of a divorce (laughs) um, or people who are, you know, are kids of people who (laughs) have gone through divorce and have been impacted directly or indirectly. Um, So as we continue, let's try to seek out the heart of God in this issue and see what he has
1: to say to us tonight. Which to Bury, Us with a Hatchet by Reliant K, great song, Um, you know, just about how... (laughs) I'll always love you, but right now I just don't like you. <laughs> that's like, you know, that's the the idea of marriage. Sometimes is that you just don't like the person, but that doesn't give you grounds to leave that person. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just want to, you know, make a little disclaimer here. This show isn't for the the 15 year old kid that just got his heart broken and like, yeah, this show's for me, man. Like, oh, divorce and all this. No, this is this is like a serious issue here we're not talking about like breakups and like high school drama we're talking about people that have dedicated their lives to someone and been either hurt or you know the lasting effects and what god has to say about divorce so i'm um, sorry to burst your bubble there joey uh, but <laughs> you'll get over it there'll be someone that god has for you um but you know we're gonna be playing <laughs> some songs tonight that are breakup you know, type songs
0: joe sitting out
1: there going man darn it <laughs> He's calling out to me. He knows He knows exactly what's going on in my head. God, God, is that you speaking? <laughs> no, it's Jeff. I'm the farthest thing from God. <laughs> but uh, I just think that, you know, we're going to be playing some breakup songs because they're appropriate. Um, this isn't like, you know, dating show or love line or something like that. We're talking about the heart of God and um, the heart of man, which is what causes divorce anyway. And um, we we're talking about, you know, divorce is not even for the birds. We talked about that famous saying, we're like, oh, that's for the birds, but... Like Brent so eloquently said, birds don't get divorced. Don't say it's for the birds. It's not even for the birds. Not even. Birds don't even think about it. Yeah. So why are we? Why are we? Not even exactly. for them? Hey,
0: you know, we said earlier tonight we wanted to try to capture the heart of God toward this issue and um, see if we can do it justice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a flat out a verse that just comes to mind malachi chapter 2 verse 16 he says for the lord god of israel says that he god hates divorce for it covers one's garment with violence therefore take heed to your spirit that you do not dwell or deal treacherously that's a hard word to say um god's heart toward it is that he hates it and it's interesting you know Jesus doesn't appreciate when we're hurting we're his kids you know he, he loves us he wants the best for us um, He sometimes uses trials and things in our life to to grow us and to mature us into the people that he wants us to be and to purify our purify ourselves um, but ultimately his heart isn't that he wants to see us in a situation where we're dealing with divorce and um, he hates it the, God just hates it you know it's like and when you when you hear God Almighty saying that he hates something, we should listen. <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> He's yeah. not like, you know, oh, it's such a bummer when that happens. No, he hates it. You know, it's against the core of everything that he is. Um, and that's something we should be mindful of tonight as we're going through this, that his heart toward it is that he doesn't like it.
1: Yeah, the fact that um, people try to find God's approval or, or, you know, to find that he is you know, in some way happy with the fact that, oh, well, yeah, you weren't with the person that I meant for you. So yeah, it's fine. Go find that person or go find your soulmate. People try to romanticize divorce, if that makes any sense. And, and really, it's just to make themselves feel better about the decision they've already made in their hearts. And they're just trying to find as many people to agree with it so that they don't feel so bad about making that decision. And uh, as Brent was saying, you know, they, people try to find the loopholes and they spend all this time. And, you know, I, I've said this before about other things, but if we would only spend as much time working on the marriage as we do trying to find a way out of the marriage, then maybe our marriage would be yeah. worth staying in. You know what I mean? And, and you know, you can apply that to so many things. We always spend so much time and effort on things that are detrimental to our life <laughs> instead of, you know, cultivating and working and, and trying to make things work better for us and, and to be more in line with God's will. All right, that was Matthew. Where did you go? Yeah, hmm? <laughs> question mark. I've been looking hmm? for you. Where did Wh- you go? Where did you go? <laughs> you gotta always put the inflection up in your voice with the question, question mark. Oh? I'm Ron Burgundy. No, anyway, <laughs> I never saw that movie. <laughs> um, uh, tangent, 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 rabbit tangent, trail, Money tangent, hole, tangent, whatever they say. Tilt, tilt, <laughs> tilt,
0: pinball machine. Oh man. Anyway, you know we're having fun tonight playing some good songs you know you don't, you don't have to throw out the uh, you know the relationship songs too much in our show you know
1: yeah we don't and, get um, that out that relationships are
0: a real thing we're humans we're sinners There's, marriage is weird because you got like two sinners complete sinners who have been saved by God and saved by grace trying to like Live in a in harmony and purity. Anyway, we'll continue on the other side.
1: Yeah, unbelievable.
0: The altar. This
1: is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That's right, people. It's unbelievable. And tonight we're gonna we're gonna go off track here for a minute, for three minutes, perhaps a minute <laughs> times three, and uh, we're gonna be talking about our unbelievable segment. We've revived it, and um, it's alive again. Yeah, it is. With with a new fervor. We f- f- fan the flame of the unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> this, and that, this unbelievable segment was brought to you by the letter F, which Jeff can't say. <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> anyway. Um, Brent. Unbelievable. Why don't you unwrap the unbelievable? Yeah, you
0: know, unbelievable. Let's start describing things that are unbelievable, and let's start it off with, you know, if you could have the most unbelievable day, what would that mean? And I'll just take I'll take a turn and tell you what I think, and Jeff, you can step in and say what you think. But for me, just real quick, unbelievable day would be, I wake up, it's cloudy, a light rain outside, I can hear it, you know, pitter pattering on the roof, and I've got a cup of warm coffee in my hand, in my left hand, because I have my book, my Bible, in the first thing in the morning in my right hand. I'm spending that time with God. Um, and then I move on to just like slowly just moving on in my day and just kind of taking a chill. Just real relaxed, real quiet. That's my unbelievable day. That's so
1: Christianese. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make fun of me. But That's the appro- – never- I hope everybody approves of my Christian unbelievable day. Not mine is – the reason I'm trying to make myself feel better because mine has nothing to do with that at and, all. <laughs> wait. Even if I to take the whole Bible reading aside,
0: yeah, I still like waking up when it's raining, going to work working with the rain outside
1: the coffee's always the the staple (laughs) that's right (laughs) there in my left hand so your unbelievable day involves work and java and (laughs) coffee we are so opposite (laughs) (laughs) that's why we do the show i know it's great it's opposites attract on the altar life it's unbelievable anyway i guess i should i should do mine now go Um, ahead well well first of all my my unbelievable day begins with my wife Waking me up to the smell of sweet sweet Taco Bell (laughs) Totally true though Taco Bell in bed Never happened But it would be unbelievable (laughs) I like to eat And you're like how could you eat that in the early morning Well actually I get sick if I eat breakfast foods It's like too heavy for me But bring on the spicy salty food Is that such a crime And then my unbelievable lunch I like food Would include Chick-fil-A I like to eat Where my wife brings it to me in bed again and I'm wearing grown-up sized footy pajamas. Is that such a crime? <laughs> Guilty. How unbelievable would that be? Just like put yourself in the position. I like food. Chick-fil-A and footy pajamas, and I would have the little butt flap because it's just <laughs> hilarious. <With> buttons. <laughs> the buttons once broken off. You got me. It's just like so comforting to think about. And then for dinner, of course, Taco Bell part two. Guilty. Anyway, so um, your per- your unbelievable day includes just nothing but <laughs> eating and sleeping in your gym jam- pajamas. That's, that's Awesome. Right. <laughs> That was switch foot easier than love and that's the problem the world has right now is that they're looking for anything that is easy and sometimes love has to do more with choice than feeling and that's too hard for a lot of people and you know as we're going to get into in this hour uh, the hardness is something that is what leads to divorce the hardness of people's hearts um, and also the fact that sometimes people just don't want to do anything that's hard they want everything to be easy And uh, that's what that Switchfoot song was about Uh, I'm still recovering from the unbelievable (laughs) We probably laughed the entire time uh, Those two songs played (laughs) And everybody's like What were you laughing at? It wasn't funny And we're like Well that's too bad If you didn't think that was funny Because I thought it was hilarious (laughs) I was going for a mood Jeff was going for food (laughs) (laughs) And that's goo. G E W D good, <laughs> and um, what a better what better way to intro Brent is by playing one of his favorite bands. Yeah, so thank you, you're welcome. I'll take it now. <laughs> Over to you, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an official handoff. <laughs> now you
0: talk. Uh, I think it's cool. Revelation talks about the body of Christ a lot of times being Christ's bride, you know, and Jesus being the bridegroom, and it's really cool when you think about that because, you know marriage is supposed to be a reflection of you know that relationship of christ to his bride or to the church and um one thing i just thought of in revelation it also says that jesus is the one who is faithful and true and i was like wow you know because that's what we always talk about those kind of words when we're at a wedding it's like the wedding vows (laughs) it's like i'll be faithful forever and i'll be true forever you know um you know, and then I was just thinking about not that I really like this show at all, but you know, in the Bachelor, not that I want to bring wanted to bring this up, but it's like I'm going to marry you and I want to love you forever, and then like the next minute they're like broken up because it
1: didn't work out yeah. because the show's just a <laughs> sham, um, and they always have the the person who gets is the runner up yeah. and fell in love with the person that they get, didn't get picked, they're just going to go on and date thirty other guys yeah. to get over him exactly and it's great TV really faithful
0: and true isn't it yeah but um. But what's Christ's heart? Christ's heart was, I'm going to, Christ didn't have it all easy with the church. I mean, the church was persecuting him. The church of the day was the Pharisees and were constantly on his case. They ended up bothering him to death, (laughs) you know, on the cross. And he went through all that displaying love, you know, it wasn't easy. It never, it didn't feel good. It wasn't like that. Um, What was his heart? His heart was love toward his church and it pleased him to do that, the Bible says. And um, so what is his real heart in the situation of relationships? Is, and what's true love look like? It looks like faithful and true. And um, that's his heart toward us. And, you know, when I think about it from an relation, earthly relationship standpoint, and we sit here and we have, you know, we have issues with each other, right? And it's like, how, how puny do those issues seem in comparison to what Jesus did on the cross for his bride, um, to lay down his life, um, man, that's his heart toward that marriage covenant, toward that relationship. Um, it makes all the other stuff of this world and the divorce and how we treat it in this culture seem seem so backwards.
1: And it just it saddens me. Um, Brent had alluded to something where he talked about how Jesus dealt with the Pharisees and with the, the current religious people. And even going back into the Old Testament this is a recurring theme even probably more so than in the new testament about the the marriage between god and his people and uh, a great book to read would be the book of hosea about just how god instructed hosea to take gomer who is a harlot and uh, as his wife and she would constantly cheat on him and leave him and he always welcomed her back always and that is the heart of god is the heart of reconciliation and, that, and you know that's the that's the whole point of tonight is that god Hates anything that separates people, separates the love. I mean, nothing can separate us from God's love, and we're supposed to have that love in our hearts. And that's the ty- type of love we're supposed to bring into a marriage. And that's why God hates that separation so much. We are called with the ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, read it. That's my favorite chapter in the Bible. Um, you know, but obviously. God's mercy is there. His grace is there. And it gives us hope. And that's this next song. is about hope now by Addison Road. The Pharisees, interesting enough, Jeff, you were talking
0: about the Pharisees. And the Pharisees in Matthew 19 were bugging Jesus about, you know, when can I get divorced? <laughs> you know, when's it acceptable that I can put my wife away? I like how the Bible talks about put, <laughs> her, my, away. put her away, like she's going to go in the shelf or something like for another date. Um, and Jesus basically flat out said, you know, you know, the only reason why m- divorce even existed back then in the law was because of the hardness of your heart. And it wasn't, you know, it never existed before, but we had to do something because of the hardness of your heart. And that's ultimately what divorce is all about. You know, divorce is the outward expression of the hardness of the heart inside. You know, as two people grow apart. As I said before, my my parents were married for 20 plus years and you're thinking, if they had an issue, they had it within 20 years. Why in the world would you break up and get divorced after that long? And um, divorce was just the last thing. I mean, it was them growing apart, their hearts getting hardened over time to the point where what was the point anymore? Good. You know, that's what they were thinking, you know. Um, and it's the hardness of their hearts that is the reason why divorce happened and um Emotionally speaking, you know, divorce is the hardest thing, one of the hardest things to navigate through. Whether you're the child, uh, the kid of of some parents who are getting divorced or whether you're right in the middle of it, being divorced in the process or having been. Because it's so emotional, it screws with our heads, it screws with our hearts. It's so hard to know what's right, what's wrong. Um, And that's why we need the word of God. That's why we need Jesus is to know what Jesus' heart in the situation is so we can go back to that and know that that's our rock. And when we go back to the Word of God and we see and we read these all these verses about, you know, how He hates it, and you know, it was because of your hard heart. It clarifies it again to say, God doesn't like it. And like Jeff, you said before, it's all about reconciliation. That's His heart. He wants it. There's nothing that God can't heal. There's nothing that God can't fix. Um, there's nothing that He can't redo about a relationship. You know, the Bible says that He will. He will give back what the locusts have taken. You know, he is in the process of doing that, and we just need to let him and allow our hearts to be unhardened.
1: Just what Brent was talking about, you know, how God is so—his heart is is reconciliation. His heart is reassembling what has been broken. And uh, whether it's a heart—I mean, we all know that divorce happens. It's real. We can't sit here and be like, uh, we're just going to turn a blind eye to it because God doesn't like it, so therefore— it's never going to happen because, you know, such and such. Or we're going to, like, say it's the unpardonable sin or you should feel awful if you're divorced. It's not God's heart at all. God's heart is everybody makes mistakes. You need to, to come to him, admit your mistake. And God forgives. He has mercy on those that have made mistakes. And that's um, what the next song is about, Mercy Reigns. It's a great picture uh, from the Old Testament. This is Shane and Shane. Um, just allowed to minister to you. for those that have been affected by divorce or those that have been in the middle of divorce. This song's for you. I can't believe it, but it's already time to call tonight. I know. I feel like we're just getting going on this topic. Um, so many things that we we wanted to talk about that we probably missed because we talked about some other cool things. But it, you know, God has what He wanted for this show tonight, and I think that uh, He's accomplished it. And um, you know, we're just so, we we are this hits home to us because we've been affected by it. We have a heart for those that are listening, that have been affected by it, that have been the the cause, uh, have been the victim. You know all those things and everything in between. And um, you know, as we said before, we're not coming from a point of view where it's like, here's the hard line stance. You messed up, and uh, you know you're going to battle. battle, You know, and how dare you? And all that. That's not where we're coming. We're we're taking the the light, shining it on the error or the disease, so that we can. Do whatever we can to prevent it. Um, you know, <laughs> this topic is something that is almost not it's not talked about enough. You know, there's there's a nice little marriage workshops and there's those nice little things about love and respect and all those things, but it's all the heart. It's not about you know your behavior. It's about where is your heart. And, you know that, and that's what Jesus said specifically. He said the only reason this has happened is because of the hardness of man's hearts, and everything is a heart issue. You know you know the issue of the heart is the fact that the heart is the issue <laughs> you know there's like all these little <laughs> things that you turn around and it's the same thing or <laughs> whatever but that is the the root cause of everything and if we don't have our hearts right no no counselor no you know therapist nothing is going to make something that has been broken right again the only person that can make something that was broken right again is god yeah, you're sitting. Here. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: sitting here tonight, and you're like, "Well, you know, I didn't get divorced. This doesn't apply to me." But you maybe, you know, have been affected. One out of, one out of every two people, marriages get divorced. So some, you know, somebody, yeah, you know. And the encouragement tonight for those of you who haven't been divorced and just have been affected by it is that the reality of of the Word of God. You know, I still cry. and I'll say it. I cry. You know, every holiday because I don't have a home to go home to. You know, in that sense. Of what I've been used to for 20 years of marriage And my family And um, you know The fact of the matter is God God has shown himself faithful Time and time and time again And it still hurts because it's an emotional pain But God can, but God is the ultimate healer And every year it gets better Because um, but I just see how much more That God's taken care of me And has loved me And been what I needed in those moments So um, his heart is reconciliation Don't allow your heart to be bitter Because your parents got divorced, you know, open your heart up to the Lord and let him come in and, and make that difference in your life. And, um, you know, cause he's awesome.
1: Yeah. The ultimate example of making a relationship work is God's relationship with his people. So let's take our example from that. And, uh, that's all the time we have for tonight until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. The altar life. Music, Music truth, real, period. period, period. period.